Coming to you from the Floor City headquarters in Vancouver, Washington, is the Ecom Life podcast, hosted by e-commerce extraordinaire Andrew Juhasz. Sit back and enjoy the ride as we take an inside look at e-commerce trends designed to grow your business and help you live the life you are meant to. And now, the Ecom Life podcast. Hey everyone, it's Andrew Juhasz with Ecom Life, and today I'm going to tell you how to buy a domain name and. My favorite resource right now has been GoDaddy Auctions, and I'll just give you a brief little history about the uh, success I've had, and, and then you can follow my process if you'd like, and, and if you have any questions, go ahead and jump on the Ecom Life group and, and ask any domain name questions you have. I've been, uh, I've been purchasing domain names since 2001, um, going in you know about 18 years of buying domain names, and probably purchased over 500 domain names in my lifetime. Most of those have been through GoDaddy and more recently GoDaddy Auctions. So uh, back in 2012, we actually did find FloorCity.com, which is my main business, and that uh, domain name was around $1,000. I uh, then kind of creatively contacted the domain uh, register uh, a lot of a lot of domain owners today will actually kind of hide their info, but I was able to get a hold of that person, call them up and said, "Hey, well, you know, would you take five hundred dollars? Because I didn't want to pay a thousand at the time. That was quite a bit. I'd never paid more than probably a hundred dollars for a domain name. So once I uh, was able to kind of negotiate, they got it down to six hundred dollars, and and then uh, thus became FloorCity.com as the main domain name." And the and the brand of my flooring business. Before that, we had a, a much longer domain uh, that was, you know, something that my father and grandfather had started for the family business. And so we we basically created a new uh, DBA for the business called Floor City, and then that became our nationwide brand uh, for our commercial flooring store. So if you're looking for something that is, uh, you know, short and is it .com, there is still a lot of good domain names out there, uh, but you're going to have a really hard time finding something um, that is, you know, that you're just going to go and search GoDaddy and find that the domain is available and that you can buy it for, you know, $10, $12. Uh, so that's why I like the GoDaddy auctions. These are, uh, you know, it's an auction site that basically allows you to go on for, I think it's $5 a year, and then what you'll do is you'll you'll basically go in and you can kind of search by a specific keyword or you can filter, you know, by a lot of other factors, you know, how, uh, you know, what the type of auction you want, whether it's a buy now or, or a bid auction uh, or it's simply an expired domain name. So today I'd really like to kind of tell you, uh, you know, the best outlet for me has been the expired domain names. Um, but then I'll also kind of tell you how to use the advanced search. So the first thing you would do is when you get in the auction, um, and you really have to do this from a desktop, you try to do it from a mobile phone or tablet. Sometimes the site's a little buggy, so I would recommend using a desktop um, or a really, uh, you know, fully functional browser on a, on a tablet. Trying to do it on your phone, it's you get a very limited version of it that really just doesn't allow you to uh, to filter. So on the advanced search button, usually on the t far right side at the top on the GoDaddy auctions, will uh, you click on that button and it'll pop up and it'll give you some options. And so first thing I'd start to do is 
you know, let's say that you are, you know, in a particular business, and and just for my example, I'll use the, you know the flooring industry. So, um, so kind of walk you through the stages of me looking for uh, Floor City and say, hey, I'm looking for something with the word floor in it. Um, so in the first boxes, it'll ask you, you know, does it what does it begin with? Does it contain or what does it end with? And so if you said, well, I want the very first word to be floor, and after that you know, you would just leave it kind of open-ended. And then, so then the other uh, section will ask you, well, what kind of domain extension? I recommend you starting with .com, at least trying to find a .com first. And then down below that, there'll be another section that says, you know, what kind of auction do you want it to be? And so, again, go ahead and just say, I want this to be an expired auction. You know, so this is an most likely it's it's from a register like GoDaddy, and they actually own a few other companies like a uh, partner with Afternic. So any domain that is expired, basically a person just didn't, uh, you know, up their registration, and that domain goes into the expired pool, and then in it, it's an auction currently that's set at $12 plus the, the first year of licensing. So usually with tax, going to cost you about $25 for a domain if you don't get end up in a in a bidding war with someone but the um the domains that are expired they they are a bid process so it is kind of like an eBay auction where other people will bid on it and and I have been involved with auctions that have gone all the way up to you know in excess of $5,000 which um most of the time you know I'll I'll drop out before that and, and unless it's a, just a domain that I can't pass up but it, it can be quite competitive, and, and I also have lost out on many good domain names because I didn't set a high enough bid, and then maybe I forgot about it, or maybe I, I've even had instances where my internet went down at the wrong time, and I couldn't put in one last bid. So it, it is kind of a uh, you know a difficult thing sometimes to to purchase a domain if you if you don't really map out you know how to. Uh, how to bid on that because um, it is a live auction. So now you're on this auction site and you've typed in the name you're looking for. You say, okay, I want a .com and I want it to be an expired domain. And then now you're going to go over to the other section down in the middle of the page that's asking for how many characters do you want the domain to be? So in my instance, we have a nine-character domain name and it's all letters, no hyphens. So you would uncheck the boxes that are by default checked with numbers and hyphens unless you want numbers in your domain name, which I don't recommend numbers and hyphens unless it's, you know, you're the something 24-hour fitness type of business where that is part of your name. So if you're now you've, you've selected and you would want to say uh, maybe no more than, you know, 10 characters, um, I recommend domain names unless you absolutely have to have part of your name in the, um, you know, in the domain and that it causes it to be a longer name, I would say none of the domains that I have or that are, have ever been really successful have been more than 16 characters. Anything more than 16 characters and you start getting into, you know, kind of a, uh, an issue of, you know, by the time that they've typed in that, that long of name, you know, that they've made some mistypos, you know, which... Uh, when it's a, you know, somebody's trying to be a brandable domain name, you know, like uh, if I was, for example, if I was to kind of change my name and just go with something that I could just find real cheap, 
if I was like the flooring city America, you know, that and literally spelled out the and everything, it it would be much more difficult for people to remember. And also when you're, you know, you're getting into things like somebody's searching for you on their phone, maybe speaking into Siri or Alexa, you know, you're you're gonna get thrown in with a lot of other companies with similar names. So you gotta really think long term about the the brandability of that domain name and and what you're you know what you're narrowing it down to. So now you've put all your characteristics in there, you would want to then go ahead and run the search for that and and make sure that when the when the search results come up, there's there's another box that says you know how many results do you want, and you could get like literally hundreds of thousands of results. So I usually search you know the top. Uh, there's an option that starts by 25 and say, go ahead and show me 500 results. What I really like to do is just kind of, you know, browse through, kind of see what domains are. And and for me, it's more of a hobby and I'll I'll probably do this, you know, once a week and then I'll come back to it, uh, you know, every other week and and look for domains that are expiring. Um, So it's not something I do full time, but it is kind of a, still a passion of mine trying to find domains that I believe I can resell. Um, a couple of years ago, I actually bought a domain for $12, kept it registered for a couple of years. It was called Inify, I-N-I-F-Y.com. Um, I was able actually to sell it for six figures uh, to a company that was in Sweden, and they just happened to contact me directly. I wasn't even listing the domain for sale because I was actually considering uh, selling that uh, or, or creating it as some sort of secondary source of income, um, but the the offer was too great in terms of just cashing out on a, a twenty five dollar cost. I was able to make several thousand dollars, so it became a very good uh, process. You know, learning how to find domain names on GoDaddy. You know, finding it for my main business, uh, and also you know for making a, a way of as a hobby, turning that into, you know, monetizing something I'm kind of doing for fun and and actually making money at it. So if you are trying to do this for resale, it is possible to make money at it. It is not easy to do. So it does take a long time to learn and to kind of figure out what kind of domains uh, are worth and, and, and whether or not you're buying a domain that's just something you're going to end up holding on to and and selling it at a cost or, or letting it expire. So regardless of, of how you search for it, you still are not going to get the exact results you're looking for when you hit that run search. You're going to get a bunch of domain names that are, you know, ones that really have no value. So there is a kind of a nice feature as GoDaddy has now created an estimate value, which is, is some of them are correct and some of them just there's no way for GoDaddy to to evaluate a brandable domain name, um, but so at the, on the at the above top section where the results are, you're going to see things like you know how long until the auction ends, uh, you know how many how many uh, what's the estimated value, is there any bids on this auction? So I recommend just kind of filtering this. And one of the things that works well for me is actually kind of looking for um, you know to start is is anyone bidding on this and how about like less than a day? So I might go on and and see, you know, okay, well, there's three bids on this. It's bid up to $50. Um, But clearly like, you know, this is a great name and this is, you know, this is maybe something within 
uh, you know, the name that I'm looking for and it might actually be a great name for my business. And, and if other people are bidding on it, it just kind of tells you the value of that name. If, if other people are bidding on it, you find it to be attractive, you know, then, then you absolutely know that it's going to be a name that, you know, as far as using that, you know, to uh, create as a, a brand that, you know, it's going to have some demand. So that doesn't mean, you know, I mean, when I purchased the domain name that I just mentioned, Inify, um, it it had absolutely no bidders. I bid $20 on it, and just in case someone, bid, you know, bid on it one time, the domain starts at a $12 bid, and I got an email notification the next day, hey, you won the bid for, for $12. And so it it really, you know, is not something that is impossible, but it, it just, it's all about timing. I mean... A lot of the auctions, uh, as they close uh, each day, you know, it's they they typically do close in the in the uh, highest point of traffic. So it's a it, the most people are on like buying and selling. Uh, those people are going to be on during that kind of I would call it kind of a nine to five shift because there is and I've followed a lot of the companies that are buying domains. They have people full time. I think there's even like agencies that are, you know, they're buying like groups of domain names, but they they are just like me. They're they're going in and they're buying these domains for anywhere from, you know, $12 all the way up to, you know, $5,000, but then they're reselling those domains, you know, for anywhere from 1,000 to $100,000 per domain name. And a lot a lot of these top level domains, you know, were you know, a name like Floor City today, uh, you know, could somebody could really sell that for easy, you know, five thousand dollars, and we only paid six hundred. So, if you were again able to come up with enough capital, and you were getting into the you know ability to resell domains, I, I still think there's a great market. But you do need to have a little bit of funding to you know to to hold on to some of these domains, and then. Uh, you know, and then resell years later. But, you know, if you are just going to buy the domain for a business, then this isn't, I mean, if this is going, if you're going to be a seven-figure business or more, and even a, you know, a high six-figure business every year, I would say set a budget between, you know, $100 and $5,000, the the more expensive domains that I've purchased have been in the five thousand dollar range, and those are probably some of the more valuable domains that I own. Um, we don't usually go more than than that threshold. I believe, you know, there is some obviously some still great names out there that I consider having into the twenty thousand to forty thousand dollar range. You know, a lot of these companies are just in a way they. They know the value if if a company was to turn it into a, a big business. So, so that's why the, the domains are that high, and, and it's also the fact that the dot coms have all pretty much been acquired. I I look at it like, you know, like a like real estate. So if people know that a particular uh, domain name phrase or keyword is going to have value, and and you own the dot com, I mean, at the end of the day, that is. You know that's the good piece of property on a busy, busy corner, and so there. You know that's why, just as in there is in real estate. I mean, the value is wherever their most uh, exposure is. That is going to have a lot more worth as opposed to, you know, you're out in the middle of the 
the woods, you know, a house or a, a business that is is in a, you know, 40 miles from the nearest major city, you know, you can probably get a pretty good deal. So in essence, that's like buying a .org or a .net. You you know, it's not that it's a horrible place to, to be. It's just that it's not going to have as much demand and you're really going to have to work in order to grow the, you know, the exposure to that. So, uh, you know, I, I've actually found quite a few foreign companies that, you know, just have decided to use .NETs, but eventually they end up registering, you know, by default, they'll, they'll go in and they'll register the .coms because they'll know, you know, as they start to go international, other companies, you know, uh, you say people in the United States are more accustomed to typing in .com. So if you were a Canadian company and you had, you're like, okay, great, I got the the .ca and this is it, and 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 then all of a sudden you, you know, you go and you say, okay, let's expand to other countries. I mean, you might want to consider buying the extensions for each of the countries that you're going into. You know, so if you were going into, you know, say Mexico, you know, you bought by the .mx, and and if you're going to the United States, I would, you know, maybe .us or preferably, I mean, the .com is almost a, uh, an international uh, domain name that you're going to be found for. So even somebody in another country, if I'm in the United States as I am, and somebody in Australia, you know, they have no problem typing in .com, even those you know, even though theirs might be, you know, .au.com, um, that it's, they're still going to type, a lot of them are going to type .com. So, um, so when you find that search, again, something I really want to reiterate, if, if this is the domain and you're like, hey, this is, this is the domain, this is the one I want, this is going to be my brand name, and I got to have it make sure that you put a high enough bid on that auction because if you put in a bid of say $50 and you say, okay, well, I'm going to, I'm going to start it at 50. Um, you know, maybe my budget is, maybe I have a budget of a thousand even, but I'm just going to start at 50 because I don't really want to like, you know, I want the bid to go way up and then, and then I'm having to pay, you know, 10 times what it is as a starting bid. You really don't think about it that way because you could bid 500, and if no one bids on it, um, you know you're you're not going to run into any issues. Um, but I would recommend, you know, setting a timer or a reminder, like if it's a five days from now the auction ends, you know, go in at, you know, a day before the auction and place just place a single bid if there's no bids on it. Don't, you know. Uh, don't necessarily start if it's got seven days left in the bid. Don't start the bid at seven days because the way that it filters, it's going to actually get more exposure for anyone that's, you know, looking for uh, domains. They're going to be able to find that domain quicker because now, like me, like I'm going to sort by, hey, who's who's bidding on a domain name? And so again, if I'm competing with you on a particular domain and you've bid on this and there's seven days to go. You've now just opened it up that now that bid has some sort of value. And although the traffic that some, some of these domains actually will show, like how much traffic is to the domain, some of those statistics are very easily to manipulate. A lot of people have these different bots and, and different ways to get traffic to domains and show like false backlinks. But the actual bids, I mean, those that is about it is powerful as anything to tell you that there is value in that domain. Um, I, I purchased a lot of domains that where 
I, you know, come in at the very end, maybe there's an hour to go in the auction and there's like 20 bids already, but it's only been bid up to say $200 and I'll come in and I'll throw in a couple bids and I'll see, okay, well, it's, it's now up to 400 and maybe I'm not a hundred percent sure on this domain. I don't want to spend too much money if I go more than, you know, say 500 now it starts to become something that I might not be able to unload that in the future for a profit. So I might then just cap it out and say, okay, well, I don't want to go more than 450. So I set the bid at 450 and then hour goes by and you know, the you say you had put in a your your original bid was 300 to become the high bidder. Well, now you would you would win the auction at that at that last bid. You wouldn't have to pay your your highest bid. So it works like most auction sites like like eBay. So now you've now you've bought the auction and you've won the auction. That doesn't mean you actually technically own that domain name yet if it's an expired auction. And I need to stress that because this has happened to me several times. I I had an idea for a uh, for a website and uh I purchased the domain name just through an auction and I was all excited about getting it and then all of a sudden GoDaddy sent me basically a refund and said that this domain uh, was renewed by the original owner. So those types of, and you you can look at the terms and conditions, there's all sorts of reasons uh, that that can happen, but it it does happen. I have had it happen several times and it's unfortunate, but it is is rare. I mean, like I said, I've I've bought hundreds of domain names, so it is possible that never happens to you, but just know that, that those things uh, can happen. Um, and if it does, find out, you know, go through a domain broker. Maybe this is a really uh, popular domain um, that the that the user that had it and they decided to renew it for whatever reason or they just, you know, maybe by accident it was unexpired and finally the, the emails that GoDaddy's were, you know, was sending saying, you know, hey, you know, renew this, and they finally renewed it, and it just happened to be after you had already uh, won the, you know, won the auction on it. So, whatever the case is, there is uh, hope in, in getting that domain through a broker or going through a. If you look up the registrar, like the the whois dot com or the GoDaddy whois that you just Google whois, we call I call it the voice, uh, the W H O I S. That will kind of tell you some information about the domain uh, owner and if they're not hiding the registration on it. If they are hiding the registration, you would probably need to go through a broker and find out, you know, what the who the registrar is, and they might be able to contact the the owner on your behalf, and then there is a, you know, they'll charge a percentage or a flat rate to to do so. But um, I, I never usually go that route. I usually just try to, you know, find a domain name that is a bit more readily available. Um, but I have gone probably twice with with a couple of my favorite domains where I actually did go through a broker one time and then through another time I actually paid a service that then I think it was like $20 and they just ended up getting a hold of the of the domain owner for me and then we contacted back and forth through email and eventually negotiated a price that was that was actually much less than than I was expecting so it it is very easy uh sometimes and other times it can be very challenging to really get a hold of the of the actual domain owner or the person you know maybe the company that has it registered so 
again, check out GoDaddy Auctions. And if you would have any more questions on this particular topic, uh, please join the Ecom Life group, and then we can kind of uh, bounce ideas back and forth as far as looking for uh, domain names. I'll, uh, in the future, I'll have other podcasts and some of the other resources I use. This wasn't all of the tips I have on buying a domain name. And, and uh, of course, I have a few other secrets that I'm not going to reveal to the world. <laughs> There's lots of different ways to filter and look for domain names on GoDaddy Auctions, and it's kind of like like Google Analytics or something, and you, and you really uh, – you got to get creative in order to sort through hundreds of thousands of domain names. But um, – if you would like, I would uh, encourage you to uh, just go to GoDaddy.com, look for their auction section, or you can just literally Google uh, GoDaddy auctions. And then w once you get there, just go ahead and think of the domain, you know, without using the advanced search, just think of the domain that you're looking for, whatever the main keyword is. Don't type in, like, unless it's an exact name you're looking for. Just type in one word and kind of see what results come up. And then after you've done that for a minute, then then jump into the advanced search and then and be able to, to filter it. So, again, ha have any questions, check us out on the Ecom Life group and be happy to answer any questions. So good luck finding a new domain name and stay tuned for the next podcast where we dive. We build for City. We build for City. Shop more, Thank you for listening to the Ecom Life Podcast, sponsored by Floor City. Now you've heard what we have to say about e-commerce, it's time to hear from you. If you're an online store owner or e-commerce professional, Andrew would like to invite you on the show for a one-on-one -on -one or a group interview. To apply, simply message us on the Ecom Life Facebook group or use the contact us page at ecomlife.com. Until next time, do what you love or love what you do.